Hello, I'm Dr. Jesse L. Grice, founder and uh, senior pastor of Truvine Baptist Church. It's my heart as we welcome you. I welcome you, and I praise God uh, that you will get something from it and bless your life. And in Jesus' name, we love you. Has it been good to you? Has it been good to you? Somebody ought to say thank you. Somebody ought to say praise you, Lord. Oh, you're so good. We love you. We give God all the praise. What an awesome God that we serve. Awesome God. Glory to glory to God. Always to Him. Pray with me. Holy Father, thank you. Thank you for this time as we come together to lift up your holy and righteous name. Thank you, Father, for this time to just say a word on behalf of the Lord. That somebody might be helped today. Somebody might be blessed today. Somebody might be moved today. And God, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Touch now these thy people and bless them. Touch your servant, O God. Think with my mind and speak with my mouth that which you want to say to these thy people in Jesus' name. And God, we thank you. We give you all the glory. For it's in that name that's above all names, Jesus, who is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And all the people of God said, Amen. Amen. This morning, we just give God praise for all that he's going to do and is doing among us. If you have your Bible or your electronic device that has your Bible in it, turn to 1 Chronicles, 1 Chronicles, chapter 16, beginning at verse 7 to 12. And we have a few others to go with that. First Chronicles chapter 16, verses 7 through 12, and then more to follow. If you in the Old Testament, we had First Chronicles chapter 16, would you say amen? amen. And perhaps others are still turning to First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 7. It reads, on that day, David first delivered his psalm into the hand of Asaph and his brethren to thank the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all of his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works, which he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Verses 25 through 29. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And finally, verse 34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. 
for his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures forever. We will tag this message as it says in the scripture. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Would you all say that in unison? You don't have to be in parts to say it in unison. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Give God a hand praise. You may have your seats. Often we think about thanking God when everything is good. But we ought to thank God anyhow. We ought to thank him when you wake up in the morning. Just say, thank you for just waking me up. When trouble comes, we've got to say, thank you, Lord. I, I will to thank you about everything, not everything, but about it. Because I know that you're going to work it out. We ought to thank God that you've got a place where you can come and worship God without fear of intimidation. We ought to thank God that you have transportation. Somebody don't have any transportation today. We ought to just give God some thanks. The scriptures give us many names for God. I want to highlight for our purpose this morning just one name of God. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it's in the scripture. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. You got to make it personal. And as our provider, he meets all of our needs, which gives us many reasons to be thankful to him. So often we get God's goods, and then we don't say nothing. We don't even think about him. How often do we get in our vehicle and go from here to there, and we're protected from the crazy traffic in San Antonio? And nobody ran over you. You got wherever you were going and said, you ought to think, thank you, Lord. I wasn't driving too good myself, but thank you. You see, Thanksgiving is not about one special day. Yeah, this is the season for Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, we're going to stuff ourselves next week. Amen. We're going to have to pray for forgiveness, for eating too much, taking Alka-Seltzer. Amen. And then we're going to go back in the kitchen later on and get some more to eat. But we ought to just thank God. Somebody won't have any food to eat. Some child or some children in this community may not have enough to eat even right now. We ought to just thank God for what God has already provided. We eat too much and we throw away too much. We throw away more food than folks have to eat. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. But you ought to thank God that he's already provided it for you. So Thanksgiving is not just about Thanksgiving Day. We're talking about Thanksgiving to God every day. And he's brought us through all kind of trials and tribulation situations in our own minds and hearts. We ought to say, Lord, I just thank I don't understand it, but, but I thank you for bringing me through. You, you ought to get excited about that. You ought not to give God no things that don't sound like no. Oh, thank you, Lord. No. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't deserve it, but you blessed me anyhow. You see, thanking God is about reverence to him and the giving of thanks to Almighty God for his gracious 
provisions to all of us. Furthermore, a time of thanksgiving is about praising God for the things he has done. I, I love our, our, our youth choir. They began to sing, praise is what I do. As I often say, I, I, don't, I don't think it's in the scripture, but when the praises go up, somebody said, then the blessings come down. But anyway, when you begin to praise God, things begin to happen on the inside. You begin to give him thanks. Your whole mindset began to change. What you, what you see is not what you thought you saw. What you see began to be real about what God is doing in our own lives. It is good, beloved, to give thanks to God. It sounds so small, so minute, but it means a whole lot because when we begin to thank God, and more began to happen welling up in us. We began to praise him. We begin to say, Lord, I just thank you. And you begin to sing. You, you may not be asked to be in the choir, but you can sing by yourself. You can praise the Lord. You don't have to be in tune. You just praise the Lord. So again, in First Chronicles, David brings back the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant. And he blesses the people of God. The Ark of God represents the presence of God. With his people. King David along with his mighty men. Brought the ark of God from Obed Edom. Back to Jerusalem. Where it should have been. And David drew near Jerusalem. I want you to think about this. You see the ark of God. Represents the presence of God. With God's people. We don't have an ark today. But you see God has already fixed it. In Jesus Christ. He is with us right now. He's alive by the power of the spirit of God. When you trusted Christ as your Savior, the Lord is already with us. You don't have the Lord to come by here. He's already here. He's alive. He's with us right now. They had a visual, a visual thing, the, the ark. And on top of the ark was called the mercy seat. Oh, thank God I can just call on Jesus any time because he's got plenty of mercy. Can somebody say Amen. When you're going through stuff and when maybe it's your fault, God have mercy on me. I don't have to look at anything. I know in my heart because he lives in me. And he blesses me. So in verse 4, David appointed the Levites to lead the people in worship before the ark by asking for God's blessing. Giving thanks and praise to him. When we come into God's house, dear friends, you ought to change your whole mindset. Come into his presence with singing and into here with praise and thanksgiving and giving him glory. Why not be coming and thinking about what you're going to cook? And where you're going to eat today? We've got to give our time to God. We need to say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the trip that you blessed me and my family to take. I thank you for what has done this or that. Thank him and praise him. We don't often really think about that. David points out in chapter 16 four important features of thankfulness that we ought to inculturate. We ought to put it into our own thinking. One, remembering what God has done. So often we forget about what you prayed for and God answered. Now you don't forgot about God. You got, uh, what do you call that word? Whatever it is, you just, what did you say? Yeah, that's the one, Amen. Sound like somebody's interrogating you, I don't remember. Yeah, you do. Secondly, telling others what God has done. We, we were slack 
in that area. You see, when, when, when I'm talking to somebody, uh, and they, you know, they may compliment on you, how you look and what you're wearing, I'm going, whoo, glory. I thank God for it. Do you know him? Do you know him as your savior? And thirdly, showing God's glory to others. We're going to talk about that in a moment. And fourthly, offering gifts of self-time and resources. One, remembering what God has done. Well, not to have a slip of the memory, but not remembering what the Lord has done. I remember one day I was on a fast track to hell and God stopped the train and said, let Jesse rise off. I remember when I saw uh, people as trees because of the tears in my eyes and I came and asked the, the, the pastor to, for, to, to, to pray for me and so that I could get Christ in my life. I remember that I wasn't saved, but now I'm saved and I can't forget that. And I give him praise. Sometimes I may not be all the Christian I should be, but I'm going to thank God anyway and praise him anyhow for what he's already done. And I'm not giving up my salvation. I love it. I praise him. I worship him and give him all the glory. Somebody ought to say amen. Do you thank God for your salvation? Psalm 92, 1 and 2 says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. You see, you don't have to be in the praise team or the choir the same. If you have Christ in your life and you remember something that he's done for you this morning, last week, yesterday, your heart should swell up in praise and say, Lord, I think nobody might not know it, but you can say, Lord, I thank you. Maybe somebody just, you just slowly missed an accident that you could have been gone, but God says no. Some of you may have been fired from your job, but you still eat. You still live. You still function. Why? Because God has provided. He is Jehovah Jireh. And it's good to give thanks to the Lord. Oh, we may be feeling sad inside, but I'll tell you what, when you began to praise God, when you began to think about what is done for you, when you began to say, Lord, I thank you for not letting me perish it. You begin to give him praise. Don't matter what somebody might say. You just, I'll thank him anyhow. You get your shut on. Can I get a witness? And begin to thank God for all that he's done. Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody ought to thank him. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And I give him praise in Jesus' name. He didn't have to work it out like he did, but I thank God that he did. I wasn't deserving, but God... Deserve all the praise. You see, to declare your love and kindness in the morning, it means to say publicly, it is to announce and not be afraid. When God blesses you, you ought to tell somebody. People will ask you, how you doing? You ought to really mess them up and say, well, God was good to me today. Look how he delivered me. He provided for me. And I'm all right with that because he's a mighty good God. Can you say amen? You know, I'm going to mess around and have church. To say publicly refers to God's patient love and his determination to keep his promises to his people in spite 
of our sin and rebellion. God is faithful. Somebody wrote a long time ago, great is thy faithfulness unto me. You see, we ought to just declare his loving kindness. In the morning and our faithfulness every night, how good he is. So what have you to be thankful for today? Oh, you can think of many things, but what have you? You got to answer that question. What have you to be thankful for right now? Does it evoke or does it stir up in your, in your life? Public praise from your lips. We ought to give him the fruit of our living that is praise to his holy name. Sometime I watch the congregation, you, and some of y'all shouldn't like to, to tell me something. That's what that means, non-verbally. But you ought to be on your feet, right by your seat, and begin to get God praise. And you may have had a setback, but it's a setup for a comeback, somebody said. You ought to give him some glory, because that's God, he's working it out. So even when he answers our prayer, not forget what he's already done. And give him some praise. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Sometimes we pray and about some serious situation and God delivers. Then we have this mind slip. That's an affront. That's an affront. A-F-F-R-O-N-T to God. That's shameful. The enemy of God and God's people wants you to forget. Because when you're not praising God, you're paying attention to the devil. But we ought to praise him anyhow. I'm sure that many of you, as you think about it, have so much to thank God for. Not just the usual, but the unusual. The Lord has been and continues to be good to each of us. Whether you are saved or not, the unsaved ought to begin to think about praising God. If you're unsaved this morning, tell God thank you. An example of God's goodness, goodness is this. If it relates to you, I want you to say amen. Maybe you didn't hear me. He saved your soul. He woke you up early this morning. And you had food to eat. You were able to breathe his air. You have eyes to see, legs to walk, and a tongue to talk. When you prayed, he answered. Your prayers given grace and mercy. Can you say thank you, Lord? It's good to give thanks to the Lord. David continued, he said, on that day, David first delivered this song into the hands of Ishap and his brethren to thank the Lord. You see, this is the dude, this is the day the ark returned to Jerusalem so that people could see it visually. But I'm here to tell you that if you're in Christ today, we don't have to look at anything visually. We can say, I know in my heart that my Savior lives right here. And I don't have to say a thing 
because he's working in me all the time. I begin to praise him when I'm sad and can't get it together. But oh God, by the Spirit, begin to work on me and I begin to give him glory. Sometimes you don't want to say it. Sometimes you don't want to praise God. But I got the IK hippets. I got to praise him in the house because he's the only one that's going to work it out. Can I get a witness? Somebody said that God is all right. I know he's all right. He's all right with me. The question is, am I all right with him? But he forgives my sin. He wakes me up and he touches me and he strengthens me and he helps me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Remember his marvelous works, the Bible says, which he has done. Oftentimes I'm shared with how Blessed we are at TVBC. And I'm talking about the sanctuary. That some come and say how wonderful that is and how blessed it is. And I agree with them, but I tell them it ain't me. It's the Lord. He provided. When we were broke, busted, and disgusted and couldn't be trusted, he still provided. And here we are, and we ought to praise him just for this building. This building's not going to heaven. We are, if you say it. But God gives a place to come and worship him. Not just us, anybody else that wants to come to worship him. When you forget to thank God, you have taken the first step in rejecting him. Don't forget to thank him. As an example, the prophet Isaiah spoke of Israel's rejection of their God in Isaiah 1 and 3. And th- listen to this, it's interesting. The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master's crib. But Israel does not know, my people do not consider. You can apply that to us today, that animals know about the owners and the place they live. But we, as people of God, we don't even consider God because we're selfish. And we get into our own habits. But when you began to say, Lord, it ain't about me. You did it all. And you began to give him praise. Things change. As an animal recognizes the hand that feeds it, it does not rebel against its owner. And so often we do not recognize the hand of the Lord working on our behalf. Even when you don't even know it. Even when you haven't even prayed about it. God has already got your back, your front, your top, and your bottom. He's already working it out. We quickly forget him and sin and rebel against his name. Secondly, telling others what he has done. What I have discovered in many years in ministry that we take, we're like children. And we are children of God. But we're like our children. They don't forget to ask you for all the presents and things that they want, do they? And as soon as they get that item that costs you a whole day's pay, and they get that item and they begin to do what they do, they don't even think about you. They'll come into the kitchen, Mama, what's to eat? You just want to just hug them. Real good. They forgot about mama spending her last money 
to do whatever they wanted to because she wanted to bless her children or her child. How much more did the Heavenly Father want to bless his children? And yet we forget about him. We think about something else. But it's always good to give thanks to the Lord. For the Lord is great and mighty. You see, you are just not just to speak of his glory in the worship place, but we proclaim his glory and wonders at home. Why? It's a witness to saved and unsaved that God is alive in your life. As old, an old song says, many of us remember back in the day, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, Jesus Christ is Lord. We ought to tell it. It don't matter what that face looked like. We ought to tell it when people want to hear it. Tell it when they want it and don't want to hear it. Tell it when they turn away from you. Tell it when they curse you out. Tell it. We ought to tell others what he has done. Sometimes people ask you, uh, how did you get through? And if we're not careful, we'll boast on ourselves. But the first thing you'll say, it wasn't me. It was my God looking after me. And I thank him. What a witness that is. I was down and out, but God lifted me up. And he brought me through. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. This all gods are idols that are in our lives. It's all gods. It's the idols some people choose as their god to worship. They got hands, but they can't hold you. They got a mouth, and they can't talk to you. They got a heart that's not even alive. They got feet that can't walk to you. Got no mind to pray for you. Why would I want to worship something like that? I'm worshiping the lie, the true living God, the creator of the ends of the earth, heaven above, earth beneath, and everything in between. I worship God. Some of you are offended by that right now. I do not care. I love you anyhow. The, son, the proverbial writer said, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. It says again in 9 and 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. When we begin to understand God as God, he's not a man that he could lie according to the scripture. God is not like us. The Bible declares that he's so high above us. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. You can't figure God out because the secret thing belongs to the Lord. What we need to do is people of God to begin to praise him for who he is, for what he's done, and worship him for who he is. Thank him that he ain't a man that he should lie. Thank him that he's mighty and awesome, that we ought to give him glory, honor, and praise regardless of the circumstances and say to everybody who don't know anybody that my God I thank him because he is good for all the gods are the people of idols but the Lord made the heavens honor and majesty are before him strength and gladness are in his place verse 24 through 27 or testimony to the magnificence of God's glory 
The, thank, the character of thankfulness comes through by publicly saying to all the nations. That's, near, that's not geographical. All the nations are peoples. You say to everybody, how wonderful and gracious is the Lord. And 25 says, for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Thirdly, showing God's glory to others. This is Make it a little tricky. It simply means it, speak, it speaks of God's moral beauty and perfection of character of his perfect nature. The psalmist says in Psalm 18 and 30, as for God, his way is perfect. This divine quality is beyond our understanding. Besides that, God's ways are higher than our ways. Can you say amen? It says the prophet Isaiah and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He doesn't think like we think. When we speak of love and we share that oftentimes it's not about emotion that we love, that he loves us. We do that. It's about our emotion that we love somebody. Not God. It is intended. In his holy will, he decided from the very beginning to love us who were not even saved. It's a different kind of love. And we ought to begin to love one another like God loved us. We're too trapped in our own emotions. You let somebody tick you off. You don't love them no more. I have to ask for forgiveness of my own sin. Come on to somebody say amen. Well, I thought you was a Christian. Stop thinking I am. But Christians can fall into sin too. But oh, I've got a redeemer. For my redeemer liveth. And I call on him. Paul writes in Romans eleven thirty three, all the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways are past finding out. I don't care how much you study and how much you research, you're not going to get there. But as for you and me, we fall short of God's perfect of perfection. Psalm, the scripture has said, but we all sin and come short of the glory of God. We all sin and come short of the, the glorious ideal that God has for us. I saw in a church sign not too long ago, and it says, God allows U-turns. I thought that was awesome. I, I'm not going to go to the pastor and tell him I borrowed his phrase, because he borrowed it from somebody else. Amen. But God allows U-turns. If I sin... As a child of God, I can come back and say, Lord, please forgive me. That's a U-turn. Maybe some of you have fallen off from serving God and doing what God would ask. Let me tell you something. Go ahead and, 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 and humble yourself and come back to God and say, Lord, I've sinned. I want to get back with you and do what's right. Sing to him. It says in verse 9, sing psalms to him. Talk of all of his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. And four, offer gifts of self, time, and resources. In this moment of thanksgiving, and we want to thank God for all of those things. But think about the last thing I talked about. Offer gifts of time, time and, and self, and resources. You see, a thankful heart is a heart that gives to God your time, 
your gifts, and your resources. Many of us fail in that because it causes us to want to not do that because it costs us. C-O-S-T. It costs. But look what it costs Jesus to give us eternal life. Look what it costs us, the, the only begotten Son of the Holy Father, to go to a rugged cross out on Calvary's hill. As my armor bearer showed me this little video this morning, this little girl is preaching up a storm. And she said that on the cross is not the Gucci cross. It ain't the Louis Vuitton cross. He died on an old Roman cross. Outside of the town of, of Jerusalem, outside of the city. And he died there for you, 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 and me. How can I repay God for that? I can't. But how I can repay him as a child of God is a servant. I repay him by giving him thanks and praise. I repay him, listen to what it says here, my gift. Whatever the gift that he gave to me to preach the word, to teach the word, I do that for him, period, myself. I give myself away to him. I, I give him my time because my time is his time. Can I get a witness? I, I give whatever resources I have because he first loved me. He is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He gave me the resource and I can give it back. But you can't outgive God no matter how hard you try. The more you give, the more he gives to us. Why? Because he loves us and we are in obedience to his name. That's all for gifts, self and time and resources to the one that loves us. And lastly, last three verses, give to the Lord. Give to the Lord, O families of the people. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord glory that's due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. We are to give to him our lives as a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. We are to give to him the fruit of our lips, that is our praise. We are to give to him the first fruits of all of our possession, that is worship. We ought to give to him our time to learn of him and in serving others. And for those of you who have repented of your sins and trusted the Lord Christ as your Savior and Lord, praise him with a thankful heart, for it is good to give thanks to the Lord. Remember what God has done for you. Tell others what he's done for you. Show God's glory to others. Offer gifts self-time and resources. And finally, now to those of you online and in person, those of you who have not committed your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, I humbly ask you to surrender your life to him today. Why? For the salvation of your souls. At the very moment you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, you will be born again and will have everlasting life. 
So I urge you, come. It is time to give thanks to the Lord. Thank you so much for your attendance and your support of the podcast. We do hope to see you again or hear you again or even talk to me again. And we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.